Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord Jesus, because this is the day you have made, Lord Jesus. Lord, we just want to rejoice and be glad in it, Lord Jesus. Lord, we just thank you for being here this morning, for waking us up, Lord Jesus. Lord, I just thank you for this yet another opportunity, Lord Jesus, just to share your word, the goodness of your word, the goodness of God, Lord Jesus. Lord, I just ask that you bless me as I'm up here speaking, Lord Jesus. Let the words of my heart or the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O oh Lord, in my Redeemer. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Well, good morning, everyone. Good morning. Like I said, it's so such a blessing to be here this morning. And yes, we are talking about prayer. And I will be coming out of... Um, We've been um, going through this uh, 30 Life Principles of Charles F. Stanley. And I just want to talk a little bit about chapter 17, um, um, which is We Stand Tallest. Did I get it right? I got it right. We Stand Tallest and Strongest on our knees. Amen. And some of the scriptures I want to share with you all this morning. Um, I'm going to be coming out of Daniel uh, chapter 6. Um, just throughout chapter 6. Um, also, I'm, on, I'm going to be reading 1 Peter uh, 5. That's um, 6 through 11. That's on page 1507 if you have your voice Bible. Daniel 6 is on 1040. Um, also, I'm just going to reference uh, 1 John 4 and 4, page 15, 16, and also 2 Samuel 22, verses 2 through 4. That's on page two, uh, 385. And I'm also going to be reading um, 1 Thessalonians 5, verses 16 through 18. That's on page 1459. Now, the title of my message today is Prayer, One of the Most Powerful Accesses We Have to God. Charles Stanley posed this life question. Have you ever encountered trouble because you're a Christian? Have you found it difficult to get along with a particular people? Or in certain situations because you follow God. Um, just in your testimony this today, you know, you you were in that situation. How many of us have encountered situations like that? In this chapter 17, I will share um, how Daniel, I'm talking about a little bit about Daniel today, defended himself as well as share how we as Christians and believers in Christ today can stand tallest and strongest on our knees. Now, we all have read or have heard the story about Daniel being thrown in the lion's den. But who was Daniel really? Now, 
many? Oh, let me read that. And Daniel, Darius, in um, Daniel 6, verse 1, Darius decided to rule a nation uh, by stationing 120 officers strategically over the entire empire. Over the officers, he appointed three governors, including Daniel, and required each officer to report directly to them. This way, the new king hoped not to lose any territories from his recent conquest, conquest or the revenue they provided. Because of Daniel's exceptional abilities, it wasn't long before he distinguished himself over the other governors and officers. So the king decided to appoint him as head over the entire realm. This appointment did not sit well with the other leaders, so the governors and officers tried to find reasons to level charges against Daniel for the way he supervised the kingdom. Though they tried, they could find no basis for charges or any corruption in his office. Daniel was loyal and attentive to his duty. Now, how many of us have been ridiculed, conspired against, mistreated because of sin or of someone else's jealousy, someone else's lack of understanding, someone else's manipulation, and even someone else's fear. In verses 5 through 9, the other governors, or should I say conspirators, conspired to have Daniel ousted. So they invented a trap and conspired to have King Darius complete an edit. And what, which is, what is an edit? An edit is like a proclamation a law that the, the King Darius put in in order and nobody could, nobody was supposed to go against that order. Um, which, you know, was a proclamation to strictly enforce for 30 days that no one could pray to another divine or human except for, you know, pray for Darius or pray for, you know. So he made it a law. Because Daniel honored and obeyed God. Our key scripture today is um, verses 10 and 11. And even though Daniel was aware the king had signed the ordinance into law, he continued to do what he always did. He would go home, ascend to the stairs to the upper room, which had windows facing towards Jerusalem and get down on his knees three times a day and pray to his God and praise him. One day, the conspirators came to his house and found Daniel on his knees praying and seeking God and seeking God's help. Now, Daniel was a man that prayed diligently. Even against, even against the King Darius' wishes. Now, one thing about Daniel was he was always faithful. He wasn't secretive about his praying to God. And just because King Darius had a law in place, he felt no reason to change his prayer life. 
And that's what we have to do sometimes. We have to continue to be obedient to God, obedient to praying to God. Now, King Darius thought a great deal of Daniel. So he was very upset when he heard that Daniel pretty much ignored his order. That's in verse 14. It was like when King heard the charge, he was very upset. He was he thought a great deal of Daniel. So he tried to figure out a way to help them all day long. He, until evening, he looked for some loophole in the law to keep Daniel from falling victim to his edit. The, the conspirators returned and pressed the matter further. Now, if you just um, uh, continue reading further in that chapter, um, you will see what became of those conspirators and their families. But, but Daniel didn't give up. Um, what can we learn from Daniel? The strength of Daniel's character came from his time alone with God. And that, that's us. How many of us get strengthened just by, you know, just being in the presence of God, having God in our presence, not worrying about what's going on around us? I mean, because if we don't, it can really do a, do a thing on us. So, um, um, so it, his time alone with God, he remained steadfast because he was consistent in praying to God and obeying his command. His eyes were not on those who conspired against him or even the lions. They, you know, he, they, he tossed Daniel in the lion's den. Now, when you think somebody getting tossed in the lion's den, you think that those lions are probably hungry and they're going to, you know, eat them up. But it, when, when Daniel went in there, he said, the angel, the angel was with me. And as soon as he got in there, the lion's mouths closed. Isn't that, isn't that awesome? When we are committed and obedient to God, anything we're going through, he's going to see us through. Yeah. Now, Daniel's um, complete attention was on God, and he he knew he couldn't go wrong as long as he was honoring and obeying God because his, his Lord would take care of him. Uh, one of the life example questions that uh, Charles Stanley asked, it said, what is God, God's promise to you and I if we obey him? In 1 Peter 5, um, 11, it says, therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God. Set aside self-righteous pride so that he may exalt you to a place of honor in his service at the appropriate time, casting all your cares, all your anxieties, all your worries, and all your concerns once and for all on him, for he cares about you with deepest affection and watches over you very carefully. He says, be sober, well-balanced, and self-disciplined. Be alert and cautious at all times. 
that the enemy of yours, which is the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, fiercely hungry, seeking someone to, to devour, but resist him. Be firm in your faith against his attack, rooted, established, immovable, knowing that the same experience of suffering are being experienced by your brothers and sisters throughout the world. You do not suffer alone. After you have suffered for a little while, the God of all grace, who imparts his blessing and favor, who called you to his own eternal glory in Christ, will himself complete, confirm, strengthen, and establish you, making you what you ought to be. To him be dominion, power, authority, sovereignty, forever and ever. Amen. I feel our prayers and when we are praying has a lot to do with humility. When we pray, we have to humble our hearts, open our minds to God and just, and, and just not be spewing out prayers just to be spewing them out. Prayers just because we can. I believe when we approach God like that, I truly believe he honors our prayers. Another life example question um, that uh, Charles Stanley asked was, what lion do you have, watch, have to watch out for? For when you submit yourselves to God. Yeah, we have uh, lions. We look every day when we wake out of bed, have um, our sins, those who try to harm us, those things that try to get us to turn away from God because our prayers aren't being answered right away. And like Daniel, we have to remain steadfast and obedient in our faith. Uh, a living principle is being on your knees before God isn't just a physical stance. Yeah, let me tell you, when you're down on your knees, sometimes it feels like, I know when I'm on my knees, it just seems like something overwhelms me and just comes over me. I know it's that Holy Spirit. Some of us may can't get down on our knees, but if you can get down on your knees, but it's about an attitude of the heart in which you are seeking God and are willing to submit to his plan for your future. As you spend time with him in prayer, your relationship with God becomes deeper and more intimate. You feel his power in your life and begin to trust his hand in every situation. So instead of focusing on that lion in your path, you increasingly focus on him, which is God, our Lord and Savior, and how he is working. Prayer is very powerful. Let's put that thing up earlier. Yes, prayer is very powerful. And as believers, we need to establish a powerful prayer life. Now, how can we do that? Consistency is key. And we have to make time to meet with the Lord. I'm talking about every morning. I mean, just giving thanks. You know, that's meeting with the Lord. 
is I, and I will hey, commit to pray daily. You can pray throughout the day and night, but I'm talking about have that one-on-one -on -one time, maybe in the early morning or late at night. Just you and God. Make a place in your home or somewhere where you can go um, and have quiet time in peace. I, you know, I've shared this many times. My peace I get in my bathroom. I mean, it's, it's in the back of my bedroom, and I can go in there and just shut the door and just, you know, I can, I can sing, I can scream, I can just shout out. But I mean, just to be in His presence. It's a. Also, I said, um, write out your prayer request as well as those prayers God has answered for you as a testimony of what he's doing in your life. Remember, prayer should always be your first, your first resort. Not, no matter what you're going through, you know, no matter, prayer should always be your first resort. And must match the size of the opposition when you're going through good and bad. First Thessalonians um, says, celebrate always, Pray constantly and give thanks to God no matter what circumstances you find yourself in. This is God's will for all of you in Jesus the anointed. One of life example questions that I take on is that life lessons to remember. God is greater than any problem that we could ever face. And if you want to read more about that, go into first, look, read first John 4 and 4. And whatever we face, we must trust God with it. And you can read 2 Samuel 22, verses 2 through 4. In closing, I was reading this devotional when I was doing my study. It says, always remember, God is bigger than any problem you face. The distance between your success and failure, or your victory and defeat, is the distance between your knees and the floor as you kneel before the Savior in surrendered prayer. You're never taller or stronger than when you're on your knees in prayer. God knows the way before you, and he can guide you through any difficulty if we if you will only trust him. Amen. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord. Lord, I thank you today, Lord Jesus, Lord. I thank you for your word, Lord Jesus, Lord. I thank you for the ears that heard your word, Lord Jesus, Lord. Lord, I just ask that you bless each and every person, Lord Jesus. Lord, let them use prayer as a first resort, Lord Jesus. No matter what their circumstances, Lord Jesus, let them come to you with an open heart and an open mind, Lord Jesus, casting all their care upon you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen.